We aim high, we aim to rise And every vision that's real is analyzed Till every fight in my bones has been applied Every thought I'm a loser be denied, uh Dedicated to the cause, I'm back, I'm reborn That's facts, now take back what's yours Rose from the floods, with one breath The exhale was left, I'm back to show love, uh What you recommend is what you represent Gotta fight with a cause for the innocence That's the mission then, is what we vision in Everything stops on the drop, cause we listen when 143, 143 speaks 143, 143 speaks What's going on, world family? It's your boy, Donald Jones, and welcome to another episode of Journey of the Mindset. Um, I have two wonderful people here with me today. I have Mr. Elvio Amante, and I also have somebody that you've seen on the show before that I wanted to bring back because the first time that we did the show, which is definitely just dope, and I'm like, why not bring her back? And this is Millie. Millie, how you doing today? I am good. I'm doing the best I can. How you doing today, Donald? I'm coping the best way I possibly can under these circumstances. I am a person that likes to be around people. I'm a person that likes to be out the house. I know. It's it's difficult for me right now um, to be home. Trust me when I tell you. I'm making mistakes. As you can see with my mustache. (laughs) Um, Well, listen, I I haven't gotten my washing set. So as you can see, I'm throwing it right now. Listen, you got to do... I say this. When they start getting, when things start to get back to normal, the beauty salon, nail salons, the barbershop <laughs> is gone. I'm telling you right now, it's just gone. I, I'm going to be the first person online because I got to get something done. I messed, I, mean. <laughs> I messed up. I messed up my 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 mustache. I was in there and I'm yes. like, okay, I'm going to shape it up. And when I, I don't know, I just turned my head the wrong way and it just went, so I was like, okay, I'm just going <laughs> to cut the whole damn thing off and just let it grow. Ain't nobody going to see me anyway. Um <laughs> But I hear you are, but he got a hat on, Mr. Monte. Yeah, I, I wonder that. what I wonder what it looks. He think he in Disney World right now. That's what the problem is. <laughs> How uh, you holding up, Elvio? You know what's messed up? Pretty good, man. Um, believe it or not, I got this hat because um, I had I like a, a training schedule. Oh yeah, it, thank you. I had a training schedule in Orlando, Florida, and the hotel was one of the uh, Walt Disney World um, resorts. Long story short, I had bought flights for everyone. My grandmother, my mother, we, were, we got a room with two queen-size beds. And then the pandemic happened. But um, oh. so we have like all this like Disney World gear. I have like a shirt and the girls are like, when are we going to go to Disney World? It's like, kind of stay alive right now. Don't worry. Well, that's, you know, hey, don't worry. It, it's funny that you say that because um, I think a lot of people, well, I know for a fact, a lot of people have plans. I was actually going to go on my first cruise this year. Um, Me too. I've never, <laughs> never, never been. And um, I wasn't looking forward to the plane ride. I'm going to tell you that right now. I've never been on a plane before, and I wasn't looking forward <laughs> to that. But, um, you know, those plans obviously uh, was put to a halt. So my thing is, like, well, what's the money? How do you get that money back? Or is it just like, what, like what's going on with that? Y'all heard anything? Well, you oh know, I, I didn't get a refund on my flight. I was supposed to go just to Atlanta, Georgia. And I lost about, well, 500 you, you, it's tough to get refunds now on flights, on cruises, on... It's tough. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you can't even use the COVID as an excuse. <laughs> no, you, you, you can't. And my thing is, I, I was looking online. Um, I think I seen, like, trips to, like, New Orleans and, and, and Dubai, like, $800 round trip and things of that nature. We already know if it was real time, you can't get that. It'd be way more than that, especially if it's some damn Dubai. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> But how y'all holding up in all of this? How like what 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 like how's the day to day with y'all? Well, 
with, with me, I've been going into the office, but it's it's just me and like one or two other people and we're doing the social distancing. And I don't really like to use social distancing. I say physical distancing mm-hmm. because why would we want a social distance right now? I mean, yeah. we're not social distancing right now. We're physically distanced, but we're socializing. So I don't understand where that word came from, first yeah. of all. But so I'm trying to keep that in mind that I want to physically distance myself. So I've been going into the office, but of course, when I'm talking to coworkers, I'm like, hey, you got those files ready? You know, yeah, stay away from me. <laughs> you want to give a hug to a coworker yeah. and, you know, and, and, and you can't. So it's it's really difficult in that state where you, you're missing the, um, the, the human touch of, of people. You know, yeah. you're missing the, the 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 absence of normalcy that we knew, you know, shaking a hand, a touch standing next to somebody two inches away. I mean, you know, it's, it's that we're missing what we knew was normal, you know, like, like washing your hands every 15 minutes. I mean, coping with that is difficult, but who, who said washing your hands wasn't normal. I'm going to be honest with you. I I can tell you one thing. I, I, when I'm out there in the streets and I'm running and, and I'm out there all day, I would probably only wash my hands when I'm going to the bathroom. But I, I'm now yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that you, you need to just go wash your hands, even right. if you're not going to the bathroom, because the way the things that I'm learning about the, mm-hmm. the fluids that come out of your mouth when you speak and when people are close to you and stuff like that, I, I never knew. I never knew that. I just thought like, hey, you know what? You're talking to somebody, but I didn't know things were like coming out of their mouth and, you know, yes, down yes. your throat into your nose. Well, that's why the mask is really, and and, you know, people want to feel a sense of security, but I feel like the only mask, speaking of fluids flying out that work right now are the N95s because the other mask you see people wearing, from what I'm hearing from doctors and nurses that are actually in these hospitals, those masks don't really do anything for you. They do something for the infected person because Mm -hmm. the infected person, if that infected person sneezes or coughs, it protects their fluids from you. But if you're negative, you don't have the coronavirus and you sneeze, I mean, if someone sneezes, you're gonna catch that because you notice the mask have little openings on the side. So those little spits or air is gonna sneak on the side. Yeah. You know, so it's giving you a false sense of security wearing those masks unless they're N95. So it's it's kind of like it, it helps us feel good, but it's, it's not really doing it, anything. And, and that's funny <laughs> that you say that because I know when like my anxiety when I'm when I'm outside and I'm wearing a mask, I feel a little bit more safer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My problem comes in around nighttime when it's bedtime, when my mind starts to just starts to go crazy and you start to think, oh, what did I contract? What did I get? Um, right. And, I, and yeah. I'm trying to find ways now to cope better. Um, and I know that the, the, the number one thing that you could possibly do so that way you can make sure that you don't have anything and stay home with your own germs. Um, I, yeah. I, you know, like, what's up, man? What, what are you, how are you holding up? I mean, it, for me, it's weird because my default is I'm usually like a homebody. So um, I don't necessarily enjoy going out to the club. And I know that's always something that you've just been really good about, like, hey, go out there, get social. Um, I know for me, sometimes I feel like overstimulated. But even for me, for someone who like prefers to be isolated and prefers to like be lost in deep thought, um, I mean, I feel like... Uh, the thing that everyone's repeating is there's a new normal. And um, I think we're all going to come out of it, you know, hey, remember 2020, well, 2020 remember COVID, and uh, we're going to develop new habits. But um, I mean, yeah, it's it's a, a, 
believe it or not, it's it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of intense energy. And um, I think that you got, sometimes you have to take a step back and put things into perspective. So, you know, having this thing that isn't fully understood by people who are, you know, the most, the smartest among us is scary because, you know, then where does that put the late, uh, the late folks? But um, I know I, the way that I, my mind works is, all right, what's the worst thing that could possibly happen? Um, and then kind of work from there. Like, all right, well, how can I prevent that from happening? Um, I know for me, the scariest thing is, well, losing someone that I care about. So let's say my grandmother, who's in that high risk um, category, I have a couple of friends who have pre-existing conditions. Um, if I catch it, the math is on my side. <laughs> yeah, like you, DJ, I was very concerned. Like, oh, you know. And again, it's one of those things where we... I, I, I'm very data oriented, but they're different variables, right? So the population is chi in China is different than the population in Italy and the population in Italy is different from the US. So one of the major concerns, and I mean, we're seeing the numbers and we're still in the middle of it, um, is well, we have a different type of health set, right? So our thing is morbid obesity is, is an issue. A lot of people have high blood pressure and the U.S. is a very, it's a unique place, right? It's the, one of the richest country, if not yet yeah, the richest country in the world. So we have other health issues that other places right. don't traditionally have. Um, and that's been the, the, the scariest part where I wasn't too stressed out about the virus because you have control over that. Um, my bigger concern was when people start, you know, getting tap, tap, uh, tapping into that baser nature, like the fear taking over, the panic buying, uh -huh. Um, it's a shame because I get it. When you get into that reactionary state, it's survival of the fittest. But um, you know that's 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 the issue. That's the problem. Right. It's like, well, that yeah, you only one loaf of bread, but then you took all ten, and now it might be a, an old an old person who they, that they can only afford one loaf of bread, and that's exactly what they need. But we're we're sort of like, no, I'm just going to take care of me, and it's just bizarre. Like everything from yeah, you know toilet paper to, to webcams it's now an issue like webcams if you're in the webcam business you're like killing it like you can't buy a webcam this is insane or the zoom business um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> zoom was stressing me out today i'll tell you that much <laughs> i'm gonna buy some stock in zoom <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's funny because um you when you say that you are a data-driven um person the new statistics that seem to, that's coming out is they're saying that the virus is attacking is impacting more on African-Americans and poor people. Um, what are you guys' views on that? That's interesting. It it, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think it's like a, a biological thing, like, oh, well, because we're this area. I think it's more of a reflection upon, like, society. Right now, who's essential personnel? Well, the people working, um, uh, what do you call it, the train, the public transportation systems, um, when it comes to the police force, when it comes to the uh, cashier jobs, the you know, all the jobs that are considered essential, those are typically low-paying jobs and they're manned by people who are of color. Um, so I think that that's, that's going to be a, a, a hard truth to swallow. Um, it, the, yeah, there have been um, a couple of studies where you can look at the zip codes, right? The zip codes with high, high income, they can afford to have their food delivered and usually it's, again, people of color who are delivering that food. Um, but my grandmother, for instance, like, she can't afford that. So aside from, and even now, it's bizarre. Like, you can't, 
all the food delivery services, they're, they're at capacity. So you can't, aside from you paying someone like $100 to go pick up a bottle of milk. But wow. um, now she's flexing on, you know, my sister or other family members. Um, and that, I mean, again, it's, it's, it doesn't surprise me. And I'm hoping that that'll be one of the lessons learned as far as like, hey, we, we were very ill-prepared. And, you know, I know that up until this point, capitalism has been the the mechanism to kind of like balance everything out but it sucks to say well you know what because you're making minimum wage you're quote-unquote essential but that's what you're worth mm-hmm. a couple of, of cents per minute so it's hard it's a hard truth to swallow but where's that hazard paid for the people delivering that food because they absolutely deserve it it's it's harm to them yeah unbelievable i agree with you because um you know the field that i work in um you know, I work with direct support professionals and they're not treated like nurses. They don't make the salary nurses make. Caretakers don't make the salary nurses make. But yet they're essential and they're mandated to work in group homes, residential facilities, and under hazardous conditions with with um, COVID-19 positive residents. And, and, and they're making uh, like 15 and under an hour. And so they're expected to go into these hazardous environments without the proper equipment. You know, nurses have gowns, they have goggles, they have gloves, and um, they're making about 40 plus an hour. <laughs> so they're essential when, uh, God, I love them. But, you know, when, when Donald, when you asked about lower income and, and how this is affecting them, that's one way. <laughs> you know, you have yeah. the lower income wage workers that are called essential going and working in these, these residential facilities as direct support for professionals and caretakers and even LPNs. Um, so, you know, that covers basically the lower income bracket there, a big portion of it, not all of it, but a portion of it. And, you know, the mental side of this is <clears throat> we panic when we have less data. The less we know, the more we panic. And I, I believe this is why us as Americans or individuals living in this country panicked because we had no information. So we're buying up all the toilet tissue on, on the racks when we should be buying up the vitamins, when we should mm-hmm. be buying up the vegetables, when we should be buying up the fruits to feed our immune system. We're reaching for the toilet tissue. Mm. You know, so that's <laughs> wow, because of deep. lack of information. This virus is killing our immune system, but what is toilet tissue going to do? <clears throat> you you want to know something? Um, and I'm I'm going to straight go out on the limb on it. Um, I think we need to we need to um use this as an eye opener, and we need to eat better. Um, the, mm-hmm. listen, I understand we got our cultural food. I understand we got the soul food, but it's a lot of fried and greasy food. Mm-hmm. I am one to say I love to eat that. I'm 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 you you tell me you making some buffalo wings. I'm there in a heartbeat. Um, oh, absolutely. But I have changed my diet, I would say, with over the last six months. I lost a lot of weight. I started to feel a lot better. Um, and I think as a people, for this virus to be affecting us and impacting us the way it is, we need to open up our eyes and we need to start eating healthier. We need to be the ones that's packing those raw string beans and the, the, and, and the Tupperware. We're just eating and chipping on it on the train to have those carrots. We need to start eating healthier. Um, 
if you go into our communities, the, the low-income communities, there's a Chinese restaurant on every single corner. Absolutely, yes. There's a Popeye's down the block. There's a KFC a few miles down. There's, a, there's no health food stores there. And, and, yeah. and if there is, we're not utilizing it the way we're supposed to. So I think that this is definitely should be an eye-opener that we need to eat more healthy. We need to take our health seriously because let me tell you something. This wasn't something that anybody seen. All right, so we don't know what can possibly be coming. The only thing we can do is prepare, eat the way we're supposed to. Think about like how the world used to be when you used to live off the land. Everything was natural. Everything was fresh. You know, somebody keeps telling me all the time, oh, stop buying tilapia because tilapia is, is, is farm-raised fish. I heard about that, yes. It is farm-raised fish. Okay, that's cool. But when you go get the fish from the fresh sea, you don't know what those fish are eating out there. At least I know it's coming from a farm and what it's eating. You know, I'm not saying it's the best choice, probably. I don't know, because honestly and truly, I got to look into it a little bit more. But I think that we really, as a culture, we need to, as people of color more so, we need to just start eating a little bit more healthier. And I understand we have our cultural foods, but our cultural foods can be made healthier. Nobody telling you to leave the rice and beans alone. Nobody telling you to leave the fried chicken alone. Listen, they got air fry now. Right, right. I mean, Donald and Monte, what do you do when you when, when you're you feel like you're filled with waste garbage you detox correct yeah 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 i feel like that's what this world is going through now a detox Mm -hmm. (laughs) we (laughs) we we need to (laughs) detox right now (laughs) um ourselves as well as the waste that's in this world right now Mm -hmm. and by waste i mean disruptive politics (laughs) i mean disruptive spirits the economy this is a world detox. And when you don't detox, what happens to you? You, you get filled with crap, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's funny because people are buying up all the toilet tissue, but yet they're still filled with crap. <laughs> so, so let, let. I mean, I, I really feel like you're, you're right in saying we need to take care of ourselves. We need to, because this world is going through a detox. It's, it's sad as it may sound, you know, we're, we're losing lives. We're, we're losing our normal. We thought we knew. We're grieving collectively yeah. together. That's we're cool. grieving the normal we thought we knew, you know. But but the positive side of that is we're getting a detox. We're getting cleansed. So in a couple of months, you know, next year possibly, we get to start all over again. You know, we, we, we get um. to... We're losing the world, but we're finding ourselves. Yeah. We're losing the world, but we are finding ourselves. It's a lot of time for you to think, for you to plan, for you right. to do the things that you said you wasn't going to do. If, if I tell you that I've never been nowhere in the world before. I've, I've only been to Florida and I took a train down to Florida, 24-hour ride. I said, I'll never do it again. Um, 24 hour ride on the train. I said, I'll never do it again. Cause I was in so much pain um, on the way there and on the way back. But when this <laughs> virus came, I said to myself, like, what, what, what the hell was I doing my whole life? Like, this can be it for me right now. God forbid if I, if I caught it, you know, whatever the case may be, I, I mean, I'm a strong dude. So I'll probably wow. get past it. I hope so. Yeah. Um, but I, I never been nowhere. I never seen blue waters. I never s- put my feet in warm, warm water from the Caribbeans. You know, wow. I never experienced different cultural foods. Right. I got to wake up. And that's that marginalized mind because my mother was that single mom that always, that worked. 
you know, we would see my mother once in a while because she was just working. She was going from one job to the other, one job to the other. And she would try her best to take us on vacations. And our vacations would be downtown Manhattan, 42nd Street, Times right. Square. Wow. You know, it, we, we, it wasn't, she would take us um, to the Poconos. We would go to the Poconos. We would go to Bear Mountain. But she didn't have it to take us to other countries, to other states, to see different things. And I feel like my mind and, and me sitting around thinking and having this time to think, I'm saying to myself, I need to take myself out of that that mindset. Even I was telling Elvio, congratulations on Elvio because he's about to um um close on on a house. Um, Elvio, congratulations! Yeah, he, he's been telling me <laughs> for a you. long time. <laughs> he's been telling me for a long time, yo DJ, get with yeah. this program, man. Get this house. You know, you want to move back up to Peekskill? Get this house. Get that. And I'm like, nah, nah, nah. And what did I what did I turn around and text you today? I know that you were you you can't see the way forward, but you want me to take a look at your situation and see if if it's even possible. I, I told him I couldn't see the way forward because I don't believe that I can get a house because that's not where I came from. So it's like I put myself in that marginalized place where I'm like, okay, I can't get and and shame on me because I'm the type of person I break down barriers. Listen, right, special ed kid. You know, graduated from um, high school, third grade, reading and writing level. I went to college. Um, I actually just finished my last class today, and now I'm getting my master's of public administration. So that I'm, I'm happy yes, about that. Yes. I just submitted my thesis. But yes. um, it it's it. You would think that sometimes when you think that you're the type of person that's strong and you're pushing and you're moving and you're moving and you're doing the right things, that you still don't have these things in your mind that's keeping you shut down and closed. And I think that. This is yeah. the problem with our culture is that sometimes because we don't know, we won't ask the right questions or we won't do the right things. And I think that now is the time that we need to start looking more into health and asking the right questions. Absolutely. And don't be scared to ask somebody. Like I just text them. I say, hey, listen, man, I need your help. I need you to, to guide me, push me. It's nothing wrong with you reaching out to a brother or sister for guidance, people. Come no, on it's, now. It's really not. It's, it's really not. And, you know, I... I had to kind of learn that a little bit or be reminded of that during this you know, pandemic. I, I lost two loved ones during this pandemic mm. and it, it was due to lack of information. And, uh, you know, lack of communication, lack of information, panic, rushing. And I told these two family members, ask questions, you know, Fight for your rights, especially during this time. Don't let the mourning and the grievance take over your mind or, you know, whatever emotions. Like you said, you thought you could never get a house because you never lived in a house. You can get that house. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I thought I, I could never get through depression, but I, I when, when faced with it, I got through it. When faced with seeing that house for sale and actually going through and talking with the real estate agent and seeing your credit score and actually seeing your 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 pay statements, you'll say, wow, I can do it. When faced with it, you can do it. But if you're not faced with it, you can't face it. Mm. If you're not faced with it, yeah. you can't face it. You, you know, so I just told these two loved ones of mine, the person left this earth, what are you going to do about it now to seek justice? In your pain, face the challenge. You know, this COVID took your, your, your loved one, it, it took your loved one from this earth, but what are you going to take from that? 
you know, it's tough. This is a tough time. Where it's a challenging time, but it had to happen, unfortunately. This yeah. had to happen. Yeah. I actually think that you see, it, you see it in the universe. Everything's about cycle. Everything's about, you know, um, tension and release. There's like this, again, going back to data and math, but there are these... Um, there's the truth, right? There are these one plus one is always two. There's no, it's not right. up for debate. There's so much in our world that is up for debate. I'm a big fan of or believer in mentality creates reality. And I mm. think that the most love that. powerful thing in the world is thought. If you believe something, then that's true. It's not a coincidence that what's in our communities are these things that are harmful for, for us. Now, whether or not there are people in the world who want that for us, no, I think it, it goes back to how cynical you are. But I think that it's almost like we, we're, our, our, our minds, our emotions, they're designed to make us want to feel comfortable, to feel happy. And there's something about fried chicken, there's something about fried sweets that they, they turn on that circuitry. And I think that we, we what's been traumatic is that for the most part, everyone is sort of sleeping to a certain extent. And collectively, it's been shocking for everyone on the, on the, world, on the face of the earth. There have been studies where uh, from the satellites in space, they track how much the world's shaking. It's actually shaking less right now. Um, it's been, we've been forced to kind of be in an artificial state of self-reflection and it's difficult, it's painful for you to, you know, be alone with your thoughts. That's, believe it or not, that's Ooh, yeah. how, what is it, solitary confinement is a form of torture because it's so intense. Um, I think that a lot of it is that we don't know. Um, I've, what I've learned personally is emotions are these intense it's there in the name. It's this energy source. It's this e energy motion. It's this emotion that puts you into motion. And whether it's good or bad, it's of no consequence. Um, it really, it really mm. comes down to, well, are you letting it design you or are you designing it? Um, I try to live a life with purpose. And it starts with, well, how am I going to design the next minute, the next uh, 10 minutes, the next hour, the next day? Um, Denzel Washington had, you know, have have um have dreams, have aspirations, but have goals. Hold yourself accountable, and it's overwhelming, you know. DJ, I know your story. You know my story. I imagine. I know I'm. I'm just introducing you, but there's this again going back to that common um, source of truth that ultimately, it, what we're trying to do is make the impossible possible. We're a bunch of you know nobodies trying to make something from nothing. And I think that's fun, you know? Um, I like to play video games. When you're given everything in a video game, it's not fun. Um, but when you're, yeah. you know, yeah. single, the child of a single parent and you have nothing and now you have a degree and now you have a title and now you have this nice job and now you're able to, okay, I'm going to buy a house and this is mine. Um, but again, trying to, to enjoy the journey because the materialistic stuff is not, not going to bring you happiness. Yeah. Um, I think that I love knowledge is power. Love it. It's there. There's simple truth. Yeah. Well, um, I love what you said yeah, about we're, that's, we're, that's... we're nobodies. I love that because 
now, you know, prior to this pandemic, we were looking at celebrities, we were looking at football players, basketball players. Oh my God. Think you think about it. We're now idolizing nurses. We're idolizing doctors. Yeah. We're putting things into perspective. We're idolizing cashiers at the supermarket. We're idalizing Amazon delivery men. We, you know, people that was it's, always it's no longer over. idolizing celebrity. You know, we're the celebrities. <laughs> you know, we're we're the the spotlights right now going through this. And so I think that's another turn that this world is going to make putting things into perspective. What's important now? What's real? What's artificial? What's not? That would be programmed by this, you know business is corporation to say oh i should idolize this you know person who's really good at playing this one sport and i'm going to memorize things about this person but i'm not going to know what am i going to spend my money on for the next check i don't know what my budget is i don't know exactly. you know what am i trying to uh, save i don't know what's what's coming next um and again it's it's i think some of it is it's always painful when you when you have to come into terms with your mortality. Like this was a check. It was for for some people. Oh, okay, all right. Old people, they're passing away. It is what it is. But when they started to see those stories of like, wait a minute, there's a 29 year old, there's a 30 year old, there's a 20 year old right. who just dropped dead, and we don't understand why. That was a shock. That's when people started right. to say, wait, this is an issue. And think about it. For 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 the country to shut down everything that it's never been done. It's never on the face of all time. Like this is one of those things where it's surreal for us, but when we're on our deathbeds, people are going to want to know about this time right now because it's, That's it's, it. it's unreal. Yeah. It was that bad. And even, and then, you know, looking at perspective, there are other things out there that are scarier. So now we have right. to sort of wake up and say, all right, well, we want the, the government, these other things is someone else's problem. But at the end of the day, we have to take individual responsibility. You know, when it comes to, hey, fine, the economy got shut down for, for a month. Do you have mm -hmm. an emergency savings plan? No. This is oh, it. But this you have, you know, one. pair of Jordans in your closet. Uh-huh. You got shoes, but you, you don't have any money to eat food. So <laughs> there's one of those things where, again, if that makes you happy, fine. But yes. you bought the ticket, now you got to take the ride. Now you've been humbled. Now you've had the universe teach you a lesson. Humbled. You gotta under, you know, you can you can learn from it. You can. Absolutely. What was that, uh, what was that speech, uh, DJ? Uh, the, the dog sitting on a hot nail. Oh yeah. Now, <laughs> now, now, now it hurts. Now yeah. it's stinging. <laughs> now you can you can learn your lesson. Or ten years from now, twenty years from now, a hundred years from now, your great grandchildren might be in a similar situation. It's sad. It's scary. Like right. Yeah, it yes, it is. Yes, I, it is. Yeah. It, it, and, and you know that that's, that's so funny because I <laughs> my sister's like, why did this have to happen during a time I'm I'm single? <laughs> She's like, I, I gotta you know I <laughs> I can't get my hair done, my nails done, I look a mess. I said, speaking of our perspective, now we are just being real. I mean, I'm going outside, hair looking. This, I got Angie on today. This is my best. <laughs> you know? I got Angie on today. I got Bear now. No Korean touch. Listen, you know? wear your so, naps. Wear your naps. I'm telling you, I'm man. Saying, wear your naps. You know? Go to the roots, man. <laughs> it's going back to the roots. That's Absolutely. right. That's right. Back to the roots. That's right. Do you, do you like me for me? Mm -hmm. Listen, <laughs> I, I, I say this. 
perspective? I think that we need to be still. I think that God is saying, be still. We were doing too damn much, too much. We, with the politics, the world, China, Russia, North Korea, uh, what's, I'm gonna say his name, Trump. Yeah, I'm not a Republican. I'm letting you know right now, I'm probably gonna lose half of my listeners. Oh, well, (laughs) anyway. um, I think that we are at a point in time where we need to sit down, like you said earlier, reset ourselves, really, really think about life. I keep thinking about me being in a pool in the summertime, just in the pool with everybody and saying, a few months ago, I wasn't even allowed to do this. Yeah. I have not seen my son for three weeks. Wow. And I want to get him, but I'm scared because I'm like, I don't want to bring him. And then where I'm living at right now, I'm in Yonkers. I don't know if you guys heard, but I'm with this, the hot zone right now. We're, we're, we're leading in Westchester County right. um, with the, the number of cases of, of Corona. So it's like, I can't even, I don't even want to take that chance of bringing him here. I know he'll stay in the house, but I don't know if I'm somebody that's a carrier and don't have symptoms. Right. You know, so it, it's, it's difficult. My mother, I have, my mother called me up the other day because she thought that my sister had it and my sister went to get tested and the doctor took x-ray and said, yeah, you, you, you have it. You definitely have it. But, um, you know, you're getting over it. And my sister was like, okay, but she wound up taking the test. And then when she went home and she looked at her test, she didn't have it. She actually took two tests. I don't even know how she got that dude, but got both of her tests back and they both said they didn't have it. But my mother calls me crying and she's like, you know, DJ, I'm, I'm just tired of this. This is ridiculous. It's just too much. If, you know, I'm probably going to die before the 16th. And I'm like, Ma, wait a minute. Hold on. How you give yourself a date to die? What? Breathe. And I'm just like, but when I'm listening to her, I'm saying to myself, shame oh. on me because I walked around with a little stomach ache thinking I was going to die. Yeah. But a lot yeah. of people have gone through that. You sneak. They really are. I had a backache the other day. I was like, oh, Lord, Jesus is taking It's your lungs. Me. Yeah, it's your lungs. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then I look up and that time of the month. Oh, sorry. The hypochondriac <laughs> come out for real. <laughs> My professor told me the other day that uh, his best friend called him up. It was like, listen, man, I, I think this is it. I think I got the coronavirus. My head is my head is spinning and banging. My professor said, well, you were drinking last night. Don't you think it's a hangover? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. It could be a hangover. Yeah, you're right. It's, 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 I this mean, what I'm saying, like, and I got to tell people this is my allergy season. So I walk around. Oh my like, God. I got allergies. Okay. I had allergies. I got asthma. Don't come on. Don't Even you dare you don't know It's going to be happening for the rest of our lives. Just like flu season, just like flu came, colds came, mm-hmm. you know, this is just another disease that we got to live with. Yeah. Where we going to be shut. We can't be shut down forever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We, we gonna be when everything opens back up. You gonna be standing next to carriers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna be working next to carriers. You gonna be dating carriers. I mean, that's interesting that you say that because here's my thing, right? With the flu, when you take the flu shot, the flu shot's supposed to put antibodies in it so your body knows how to deal with it. And some people get sick when they take the flu, right? So th- is that gonna be the same thing when they come out with? Probably. Ah, so we all gonna have to deal with this again, the damn thing. This is what I'm yeah. saying. It's it's a new thing we're gonna have to deal with. Because imagine how whenever swine flu. Oh yeah, I didn't pay too much attention to that. I'm gonna be honest with you. I really didn't. I wasn't. And in the beginning of this, I wasn't paying a lot of attention to it too because I was just saying, okay, it's just another um, virus out there that we're that you right. know, never gonna come to the United States. And then two weeks later, I'm like, what the? 
it was just in China. How did it get here? Uh-huh. So quickly. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's the one thing that I think that it's it's different. It feels like a new reality, but it goes back to there's this one root cause for everything, you know. When it comes to this fear, when we get into this like, you know, uh, this frequency of like, oh my God. And there have been moments where from 9-11 to, you know, even Hurricane Katrina to even when there's a hurricane coming, um, there's this one root cause and it's us trying to cope with something that, you know, we want to pretend it isn't going to happen, but it's going to happen. We don't know when, which is mortality, whether or not we're going to pass away. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where I get it. It's, it's scary stuff. Um, I, I just hope, and it's one of those things where I'm not perfect. Um, uh, there's a lot of time and energy being spent in my life trying to, you know, prevent this um, COVID thing. But imagine if we took that time and energy for other areas of our life. So when it comes to eating the right things, educating ourselves about, you know, peppermint and all the different herbs and spices and, you know, mm-hmm. having more of a relationship when it comes to what we put in our body. Everything from, you know, hey, McDonald's tastes amazing, but what are we really putting in our bodies? And right. it's one of those things where, all right, once in a while is probably not the end of the world. Zero time is probably better. But if you're having that every single day, if you don't know what it is to have a fresh grown vegetable that was grown in a farm, like uh-huh. your, your stuff is broken. Um, and that's, that's the big thing that um, yeah. I know for me, it's been a humbling experience everything from, all right, I'm really happy because it was scary, but I didn't have to deal with a lot of fear because I had a budget, you know, I had a plan when it came to my finances. And it was, if I lose my job, my family's going to be fed for at least, you know, three, six months. We're not going to be homeless. Um, When it comes to food and when it comes to exercise, um, now I know, okay, I got to make more investments um, because when you do get sick, um, whether it's, you know, a heart attack or, you know, whatever it is, um, which, you, which you, you know, mentality creates reality. What you put in is what you get out. Right, um, right. And I think that's that's been the lesson for me personally. Um, and that's, I, that's you know. I, wow. I, um, I, there's this one quote, the, the quieter you are, the more you're able to listen. Mm-hmm. When I get very emotional, I just get quiet. I listen I listen to myself when I'm incredibly emotional and I know it's really frustrating for, you know, people who are in my life because they take, they take it like I, I, that I don't care, but it's me trying to process and analyze and really trying to understand what's, you know, the universe, God, what's the truth that I'm going to hopefully get to in this one moment. Mm -hmm. Um, Getting full of fear and "Ah, I got to do something. There's something of value like if there's a bear coming i'm not going to say they're like oh let me think about what does this bear make me feel i'm gonna run um ain't no time to think i'm out of here yeah uh, yeah i'm not even like meditate and this bear will go away no i know listen i i gotta run i gotta run um but there are things that sometimes where and i try not to frame things as good or bad because that's perspective I think there are constructive forces in your life and they're destructive forces. Everything is essentially motivated by love or fear. Mm-hmm. I could love a cheeseburger, but that's bad for me. I can be afraid of um, jumping off of a building. So it's fear, but it's probably going to keep me alive. And I think when you put it into that perspective, it just, it doesn't make it so black and white. It doesn't, I, I, I fall away from um, 
falling into that trap of I'm right, Mr. Rogers, which it's funny because the universe has a way of like syncing things up. DJ loves the number one, four, three. Mr. Rogers had a thing with the number four and four, three to the point where he um, he, he weighed 143 pounds. I love Mr. Yeah. Rogers. Oh yeah, it's been fascinating. Yeah, it's one of those things where oh man, I love him. But he had this he, he had this uh, he has his saying Loved in him. his uh, wallet from a, from a social worker. Um, I'm I think it was something along the lines of there isn't someone you can't learn to love once you hear their story. Mm -hmm. yep. And whenever I get really frustrated, when I get really angry or whenever I get filled with emotions, I think, you know, what would Christ do? What would Mr. Rogers do? What would you know, these people that I admire? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> go out and, and, and make happen. I, you know, I, I wish I were like, I could say, yeah, I'm 99.9% I'm .9 of the time there. I, I don't know I'm a work in progress, um, but I know that I'm better than I was yesterday. And yeah. I'm happy with that. Um, if I'm on my deathbed and uh, I can say that every day I learned a lesson and I'm going to make a mistake and I'm going to fall down. But as long as I know that I can get back up, I think, you know, I've, I've lived a, a really good life. And I think that's what it comes down to. We're scared. We're afraid because we're afraid of dying. Where, yes. And it's, it's, it, it's a worthwhile fear. It, it makes a lot of sense, but you know, try and find in that moment, um, you know, it, it sucks. I wish we could always find the strength all the time, but moments like this inspire the best in people. So everything from like the, from a direct care, from a direct, a direct support worker, like a, a DSP, a direct support professional. Mm -hmm. um, it's, that's, that's a really tough job. I, um, I used to work at DJ at an agency and I, I got the advantage of working in a very protected job and it was glamorous compared to stuff. But I remember like I, I knew there was something about DJ that was pure and I, I wanted around in my life because there were stories about how an individual would go number two on themselves or yeah. this particular one that I'm thinking of would, would, would say racist things. And when I heard the story of DJ, not only like cleaning this individual who just pooped himself and called him the n-word he you know he he did it with a smile on his face and he felt like he did a good thing and i'm like that's you're born with that you know that's yeah. you I don't have think to you be can born train with that, that. Heart. i don't think you can watch a film and it sucks that th those are the people that are making 15 dollars. meanwhile you know as tragic as it is and i'm big on you know hey you got to do what you got to do but there are other professions that i you know I feel like on a merit base, don't deserve it, but um, I don't understand, you know, what yeah. reality TV stars. doesn't make any sense to me, but I respect it. I get it. It's a business, but uh, I think I there's a tragedy in that. It is. And, and you know what? Um, I, uh, I, we're running a little bit out of time, and I, um, I want to be able to ask you guys one question each, and then I want y'all to be able to ask me a question, but I want to say this real fast before we leave. People... For those of you guys that are not paying attention to those of you guys that don't know, people with developmental disabilities are losing their life because of this virus. Absolutely. People, I am telling you right now, I am a 
case manager for people with developmental disability, and I've been hearing every single week how they are passing away because of this virus. Yes, yes, absolutely. If you are not the type of person that believes in this virus or believes that it's killed, that it kills people, then you got to understand that you can possibly be the person to bring it to somebody that can't take that virus and it'll kill them. So please, if you're not going to take it seriously for yourself, take it seriously for others, because I'm telling you right yes. now, People with developmental disabilities are not a forgotten society. They're not a thrown away society. They are human beings just like us. Yeah. Right? I'm letting you guys know that right now. Everybody that's on here right now, I set this group up for a reason. Everybody that's on here for a reason on, on, on this um, podcast right here, this video podcast, they work with people with developmental disabilities. We've engaged with them. We've seen them smile. We've been their yeah. light in their darkness. We help them feel normal. We help them live a normal life. They are normal people. And I need for everybody to understand that. I need, I need for people to stop looking at them like, oh my God, there's something wrong or they're not human yes. or just throw them away or they, they could be the last people to be served during this health crisis. No, they're not. They're human beings. They're mothers, they're brothers, they're sisters, they're cousins and their nephews. So I want everybody to really just understand it. And I'm sorry to get so serious, but when it comes oh. down to that population, I don't play games. I don't play yeah. games. I've dedicated 17 years of my life to them. I love them. Um, and I'm telling you right now, people need to start looking at them as being human. They really do. Yeah. They they really do. And, you know, I feel like uh, what's going on right now is, and I hate to say this, but it's not really for us because for people like us to work in this field, we're already grounded. So the fact that this is happening, we're looking at it from a humane perspective. Oh, my God, what are those people with developmental disabilities? Go, How are they going to feel? How are they getting through this? It's reminding us of who we are. Do you know how many people have told me, oh, my God, I can't go home because I'm going to be alone? Oh, I can't. And these are people that are accountants. They're, they're, they're making the bucks. You know what I mean? But they can't be alone with themselves, with their thoughts, like you said earlier. They can't be alone with, the, with their thoughts or themselves. That person with developmental disability, guess what? They know themselves. They have a developmental disability, but they know themselves. So they could be home alone and we can't. Hmm. So when, when, you know, those people that used to text me, oh, let's go out to this club, that party, this, that. I'm not hearing from you now. You, you know what I mean? And, and so it's like, I, I'm a, like you said, I'm a homebody. So I'm fine with, with being, I like home because I like stillness and I like peace. But I had to learn how to love myself and, and peace and being still by going through the fire, by going through tragedy in the past. So what's going on right now is not really for us. Mm. It's for those that need to be grounded because for us to work in a field that we're working in like this right now, we are naturally heartfelt grounded. And, and I, I mean, I'm not a spiritual religious person, but I feel like God needed to do this for certain people. Yeah. I, I, and and, I and it's it's a it's a it's a message he's trying to send. You know, my heart breaks for those who aren't going to get it when everything settles down. But there are TV shows being canceled. <laughs> there are basketball games being played without an audience. And what are the first thing those pro players say? 
my confidence has gone down because I didn't have an audience. We are a world of cheerleaders for them. But now we have to be cheerleaders for ourselves. And that's what we got. And we have to be cheerleaders for the right people that are humane in this world. The DSPs, the caretakers. We have to be cheerleaders for them now. Tables have turned. I, you know? I, you, you, you're, 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 you're amazing. And I'm happy you're saying the things that you're saying because um, somebody asked me a question the other day. He said, how you, how you have a podcast and you talking about the things you're talking about and you don't got it all together? If I had it all together, I wouldn't be able to do the podcast. Exactly. I'm on a journey and I'm not going to die a pro at life. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm engaging. I'm socializing. I'm learning things from other people that I bring on to the show. I have a question for both of y'all. We're going to start with you, Mr. Amate. Mickey Mouse hat. <laughs> With <a> love, <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> this is a, a time that you've never seen before. How are you coping with it being a dad of two beautiful young girls? <clears throat> wow. Um, That's a good question. And I ask you that question because as parents, we always want to be protectors. But this is something that's different from you stopping somebody from coming in your house, hurting your kids, or your kid out there dating, and you got to go threaten a guy. This is something different. I think... um, I know throughout this, the thing that's been um, most intense has been the fear, the emotion... Um, I remember having kind of like a, not a breakdown, but sort of like these moments that they humble you and you find the truth. And for me, it's been, we're all into, we all like a a really good hero. We all like the hero's journey. Um, and when it's in this safe space, we're seeing it on a movie screen, someone's telling us something that happened and we know what, what, how it's all going to end, um, it, it's easy. I know I was confronted with, all right, there's an opportunity here for one or two things to happen. Um, for me to get into this reactive state, for me to do what I feel is right, or for me to aspire to um, these, these core principles, these commonalities when it comes to these different stories. So, you know, whether or not you believe in Christ or Christ consciousness, um, but I started to think about a lot of the first responders, um, the the hospital staff that I work with, where the idea of having a pregnant nurse finding the strength to go take care of someone's grandmother. Wow. Um, And I think it's one of those things where you have these moments where you're defined by it. Everyone can say, I'm this good person. They want to project. At the end of the day, what you do is who you are. Um, And you can't change that, um, good or bad. Um, So I've become really aware of that that when it comes to my daughters. Because when I was young, I remember the first time that I saw, like, fear and terror in my father's face. It imprinted on me um, on an emotional level. I've, I've learned that 
I don't want my daughters to deal with the issues that I've had when it comes to processing emotion. And when I, when I, when I need to cry, I cry. I cry because there's a moment of beauty. I cry because there's a moment of sadness, but I don't just cry because it, it, it feels good. Um, I, 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 I take it like a very serious, somber moment. Um, so yeah, when, when, when it comes to all of this, I, I try to remain grounded for them because it's scary stuff. And I think about what would the heroes that I admire do. And I, I want to believe it's that. Everybody wants to be Superman until, you know, you're, you're in front of some kryptonite and you don't know how the story is going to end. Um, and that's, that's how I've been doing it. Because ultimately, tomorrow isn't promised. If you live 100 years, you only get 36,000 days mm -hmm. to live. Um, how you use it, how you invest in it, what you make happen, and that's totally up to you. Um, the first few years of my life, I didn't know what I was doing. I was this emotional being. I just did what felt right. And it got me to circumstances that humbled me. Um, I see this as the first time where I'm not afraid. I'm, someone needs help. I've, I, again, being data-driven, I saw some stuff that was happening. And I was early on, I think DJ um, and the guys, I, I, I was like, hey, there's something happening in China. Start preparing, start preparing, buy some food. Um, but I made sure, all right, well, if no one is doing it, let me just, if I'm in a position to do it, let me do it. I bought masks. My, I didn't know this, but, but at, at that moment, but my, uh, my sister was pregnant, but she didn't know it. And my pregnant sister had a N99 mask. Um, that again, didn't take away from the medical supply. It's like a construction type mask, but when she had to go out, she was covered. Um, so it's one of those things where. There've been other moments where I, I, I didn't live to that, that vision, um, but I know that there's a certain type of man that I aspire to be, a certain type of father. I'm not perfect, I've made mistakes, but uh, I know I'm in control of <clears throat> what's gonna happen in the present and how do I act in the present moment. Um, so that's, that's where I've been at. Um, I think right now, if you're afraid, if you're scared, Take a deep breath. It makes sense. That's why these emotions are here for us. But there's an opportunity for you to be a hero for someone else, whether it's you just staying home and finding the strength to, grandma, no, stay home. My grandmother, I'm afraid for my grandmother because mentally it's torture. She's in our apartment by herself. And, you know, to see her crying and having to try and comfort her because I want to be there for her. But I know that a few moves from that, me making myself feel good right now, could, end, could get to a certain outcome. When it comes to um, what you can do, OPWDD, um, the Office for People with Developmental Disabilities, mm -hmm. those nonprofits are getting destroyed. Great rationalization, it, it's there in the name, it's a nonprofit, there's no surplus. If you have a surplus, which would be a good thing because of moments like this, then you could have additional resources, but they don't have them. Um, it, it sucks because my oldest daughter, she has a, a learning disability and we're still really early in the game, but we went through the process of what's the front door and getting her services. And it's scary because I know for me, you know, fast forward, I know I'm going to pass away someday. What's going to happen to my daughter? Um, you know, is, are we going to be blessed and am I going to have a great family circle or is my daughter going to have to be essentially a custodian of the, or a, yeah, a custodian of the state? Um, and there's some people who are in that situation. 
um, where they, they don't have anyone to care for them. And for some people, yeah. it's they're, if they're lucky, if they're blessed, they will find someone who will, who, who, Mr. Mate? I think his camera froze. Yeah. That's a that's a bad position to freeze on too. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, there you go. He's back. Oh, you, sorry. We, we lost you for a minute. But uh, we're running out of time. I want to get one more question in. Millie, I, 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 I called you the other day, and I told you that you have been walking me through some days. I get on your Instagram. Your Instagram is just so live and, and beautiful. <laughs> and then you do something that I, 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 you post something. I don't know exactly what it is. It looks like it could be like the background or something. It's like black and pink. And it's something that I didn't understand why you did it. And then when I caught myself staring into it, 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 it centers you. It, it, it really, and I don't know if that's something that you, you wanted to do or not, but when you look into, it's just like a blank, a blank canvas that you look into and I don't know, it just, anyway. Yeah. You're, what have you been doing to cope through this? Like I said, I get on your Instagram and you, you're just doing things and you, you it's so bright and just like, it makes you happy. <laughs> like, what, what are you, what are you doing to get through this? You know, I, first of all, I just want to thank both of you as, as young men who are being fathers I want to, during this time, especially, I want to thank you for doing that, for being fathers, because having a father in my life made a big impact on me. Mm. I lost my father, but I will never forget our moment. So I just want to thank you both for doing what you're doing. Um, going back to your question, what I'm doing right now, and, and, and you see my Instagram, you see lights, you see liveliness that took a long time for me to get to, but what I'm remembering, what I'm doing is remembering who I am, remembering who I am. Um, because that, that's what this pandemic is going to do. It's going to help you remember who you are. Like, you know, I'm a person that's always try my best to be optimistic in spite of what was going on. This is something going on. So I can't forget who I am right now. I have to, more than more than ever mm. remind myself of be, of who that person mm. is trust me the, the days i post sometimes i'm posting with tears coming out my eyes but i know there's family members there's friends there's people out there that are dependent on my strength my spirit and that keeps me going it keeps mm. me just wanting to shine that light on others you know what i mean because it was once shined on me I, and i never forgot that those that were there for me when I was in the darkness, when I was down and out. So that, that's what I'm doing. I'm just remembering who I am right now more than ever. I mean, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm with my <laughs> thoughts. So I've got to remember who I am and ground myself. And, you know, we're losing the world right now, but we're gaining ourselves. We're losing the world right now, but we are gaining ourselves. Okay. And... and you know, you can't heal it if you don't feel it. Mm. So we can't heal this world if we're not feeling what's going on right now. We can't heal ourselves if we're not feeling what's going on right now. And, you know, I bumped into someone the other day, and, you know, 
they, they said to me, you know, I asked them, and I think we, we mentioned this on my last podcast, on your last podcast, excuse me. I said, you know, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. How are you? I said, well, I'm not feeling the best right now. You know, I just lost two people in my life that were dear to me. I lost a cousin to COVID-19 and I, my mother, you know, my actually not my mother, but my sister, we have different moms, lost her mother. And she said, wow, you must be going through a lot of grief. I said, so are you. And don't be afraid to admit it. Mm-hmm. We're all going through grieving right now of losing the world we thought we knew. And we can't be afraid to feel that. So that's something else I'm realizing is what I'm feeling in those moments. I'm not going to try and act like I'm not scared or afraid. Like you said, Amante, you, you got to feel those emotions. You got to feel that grief in order to heal it. Mm. So that's what we need to do. And once we start feeling it, then we're going to start taking those vitamins. We're going to start <laughs> eating those vegetables. We're we going to start... <laughs> going to work instead of calling out because we are afraid that we're going to catch something when we're an essential worker. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we, we going to start realizing what we're feeling before we can run from it. We can run to the bar, right? We can run to Applebee's and have a, a um, some barbecue ribs. And my Hennessy wings, those are my Hennessy wings. Those are my I know. Best. Don't stop reminiscing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's starting right now. Ooh. Brother Jimmy's all day. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Smashburg. I had to stop going oh in for a minute. God. I saw that line. I said, oh, I'm not waiting on that line for a Smashburg. I'm sorry. I said, I love my Smashburgers. But but that's just an example of, of we us at one time being able to run from ourselves. Mm. Can't do it now. Oh, yeah. That is... We're gonna we have to do a part do it two. Now. We, we, we can't have to do a part two. You, you know, I've never seen so many live feeds in my damn going life. Every <laughs> time I get on Instagram, live, Every live feed, across live, the live from your lips. I said, if I see one more live feed, <laughs> oh everybody my god, is now getting into themselves and they, they and which is a beautiful thing. Yeah. But I hope we we stay like this. We were too busy getting into each other, but now we're getting into ourselves. So that getting into myself is what's keeping me. So I can be healthy enough to help support in others. I I just want to say um, I appreciate both of you for coming on the show. Um, I was going to give you guys both a question that y'all will be able to ask me, but it was, we just don't have enough time um, anymore. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, we just don't have that much time anymore. But um, I appreciate you guys for coming on. This this conversation was supposed to only go for 25 minutes and it went on beyond. Um, and I, I, I appreciate you guys. <laughs> definitely will be on the show. And, and when we're able to get together, we're going to definitely do another one of the, um, these podcasts. So, Mr. Amante, Millie, 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 I appreciate you again for coming on the show. Amante, I, I appreciate you for coming on, being strong. Um, I know you've been dealing with a lot lately, um, and I hope to see you guys soon. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Journey of the Mindset. Um, this will be on YouTube, so you go to 143 Speaks on YouTube. You can see the whole video. Video, Millie, tell them where they can find you. Yes, definitely. I'm on IG at underscore live in spite of underscore, and I am on Facebook, hashtag live in spite of. Mr. Elvio Doc Monte, <laughs> tell them where they can find you. It's in the name. I'm off the grid. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm on Instagram, on Facebook. You could uh, look for my name. But uh, yeah, if you need some help, feel free to send me a question and uh, 
uh, always looking to help people out. And of course, you already know where to find me. I'm 143 Speaks Everywhere. Peace! Who's got the guts to last? I'm in line next. Who's got the guts to pass? I'm in direct. Who's taking this to class? Ain't no time left. Welcome to the journey of the mindset.